This podcast is made possible by the generosity of supporting members. Please visit dharmaocean.org to learn more about becoming a supporting member. You are listening to the Dharma Ocean Podcast. Here, Reggie teaches on experiences of pain that we encounter on the path of meditation. He says that people often judge pain as a bad thing, but the foundation of Buddhist practice is the first noble truth. The more we try to avoid pain, the more we suffer. This talk was given at the 2002 Winter Dautun Retreat held in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado. To find out about the upcoming Winter Meditation Intensive at the Blazing Mountain Retreat Center in Crestone, Colorado, please visit dharmaocean.org. The purpose of the path of meditation is to enable us to make a certain kind of journey. And the journey that we need to make is the journey that is actually, it's already written in us. We're born on this earth, and we have a kind of inwritten, inborn person that we have to be, and a certain kind of contribution that we have to make to the world, to other people. No person is ever born for no reason. And the reason that we're born is not not personal. It has to do with, with what is needed by the human community, by our society and our culture, and, and at this point, the world. And in order to make that journey, we have to constantly die and be reborn. We have to die to who we are, who we think we are, and we have to be reborn as someone more. And this whole process is very painful. It's not painful in a negative sense. It's painful in a kind of invigorating sense. In our lives, we have different kinds of pain. We have the pain of death, which we feel all the time, where things are slipping away and we can't hold on. We can't hold on to yesterday. We can't hold on to who we'd like to be. We can't hold on to the things that make us happy. And we can't even hold on to our own state of mind. Things are always slipping away, and we're always dying, constantly. It's a process of of losing it, losing it, and, and feeling that the ground is dissolving. And this is something that everyone feels. It's part of life all the time. And then the second kind of pain is the pain of being born, which is, um, it comes along with the pain of dying, which is that we lose hold of who we are, and then we begin to discover that we are somebody, 
that we don't even know who we are. But something happens, you know, something happens in our life, something new, there's constant change all the time. And we're always um, having to deal with things that are unexpected and that we can't control. And then the, there's a third kind of pain, which is the pain of existence. And this is, strangely enough, all of us are always trying to hold on to the ground that we have. But that in itself is a very painful thing. Because whenever we try to hold on to our ground, it's, uh, we're trapping ourselves, we're strangling ourselves, we're trying to remain the same. And we're not, you know, that's not what the human being is. The human being cannot remain the same ever. That's not what a human being is. And so we're, we're sort of constantly fighting ourselves and trying to hang on. That's the pain of existence. And the basic instruction of the whole entire Dharma, which I mentioned the first day, was that we have to, we have to realize that life is a process of dying and being born and trying to hang on and then losing it, and that's dissolving. And... If we are waiting around and thinking that it's going to be some other way, we're going to be in for a very, very painful life. In our culture, you meet many people who think that pain is a bad thing and that uh, physical discomfort, emotional discomfort are not acceptable. You meet many people like that. And we are actually ourselves are that way to a large extent. So the Buddha came along and he basically said, the first noble truth is that suffering is part of life. And it is part of every atom of life and every moment of life that has ever been lived. And it's very important for us not to try to get the idea that somehow we can get out of it. Trying to get out of it is known as samsara, and it creates an endless cycle of more and more and more and more suffering. The more we try to get out of our suffering and avoid it and sedate it and uh, anesthetize it, the more suffering we actually end up creating for ourselves. So the Buddha came along and said, we must realize that this uh, thing that we call pain, which is really, um, it's kind of just discomfort, that that is part and parcel of the human condition. We really need to accept that because it is, it is, it's part of being a human being. And once we accept that, then we can actually relax with our life. You know, we think that pain is the problem. Pain is not the problem. The problem is thinking that pain is a problem. That's actually the problem. Thinking pain is a problem. You, you know, I, I sometimes meet people who are completely freaked out. They're wild. They're crazed. And when you actually talk to them and find out what the problem is, the problem is that they think they shouldn't be feeling any pain. And, and, but they are feeling pain, and then they just get revved up. It's sort of like, but I shouldn't feel pain. Nobody else feels pain. They look around, and they really think that the other people in the world, nobody's feeling pain, and that they're the only one, or they're part of a small, cursed minority <laughs> that actually feel pain. And it's actually the belief that is the problem. It's not the pain itself. It's the belief that we shouldn't have pain, we don't need to have pain, and we can do something about it. That, that makes people really insane. And, you know, in our culture, the, you could say the whole advertising industry, the psychiatric industry, the, you name it, you know, it's all based on the 
um, promoting the idea that you don't have to be in pain. You know, we can take away your pain. Pain-free dentistry. And the problem with that uh, belief is that you, you know, every human being has some kind of inspiration about their life and who they want to be and what they need to be. And they, they see that star over there and they realize, I have to make that journey. And they start off in that direction. But because they think that pain is... There's only one more important thing than that star over there, and that's a pain-free journey. <laughs> and so the minute pain comes up, then they have to stop the journey, and then they have to enter into negotiations with the pain and figure out some way to get rid of the pain before they're willing to make the journey. Well, the problem is at that point, in order to avoid the pain, they have to go this way, even though the star is over there. So they go this way, and then they run into another thing of pain, and then they have to go that way. And then maybe they go this way a little ways, and then they have to go back that way. Because every stage, the, whole, the question is not, where, you know, where's my inspiration? What do I want to do with my life? But it's, how do I actually become more comfortable? You know, at Naropa, we have this thing students will say, well, I'm sorry, uh, what you're doing in class now, it's putting me outside my comfort zone. And they will actually go to the, uh, the dean of students and complain. You know, uh, this, class, this instructor is putting me outside my comfort zone. And I came here, and you know, part of my condition on being here is that I never leave my comfort zone. You know, from a certain point of view, we all understand that. I mean, we, we all feel that way. But once the comfort zone becomes more important than the journey, you've got a very serious problem on your hands you're never going to make the journey. So, the Buddha said, set your course, find out where's the North Star, take a compass reading, set your course, and sail north. And if you have rough seas, no problem. You can handle it. The human being is designed to be able to handle the ups and downs of the journey and to be able to handle the, the days that are uh, balmy and comfortable and the days that are very stormy, days that are too cold. This is all part of how we were developed. This is who we are. We must make the journey a higher priority than our own personal comfort. And the Buddha was saying, you know, don't, don't worry. Everyone is suffering no matter which direction you sail and you're going to run into suffering. So there's, there's really no point trying to avoid it and trying to do everything under your power to go in a different direction. Which brings me back to what we're doing here, which is that the practice of meditation in a way opens up our world of experience, our world of inner experience. It, you know, by sitting on the cushion we are, and, and you know, we have our daily schedule, and I said today, don't leave the shrine room. 
during sitting periods. And basically what that amounts to saying is, during this period, let us make the journey. And even if it becomes very uncomfortable, let's do it anyway. And even if you know you just have to run over to the other side and get a cup of coffee because of some extraordinarily painful thought that just popped into your head. <laughs> let's just at least wait till the end of the sitting period. Let's, let's, take, <laughs> let's take that time. And let's see what happens. Because the strange thing about pain is pain is never what it seems to be. It's, it's almost like you're walking through a a haunted house, and all of these specters are popping out, and they're basically saying, do I frighten you? You know, I'm trying to frighten you. And depending on, you know, in a, in a sense, the you have to look behind the mask of any experience of pain that you're having. You have to see what is, what's back there. What is, what is behind the presentation of pain? And the only way to find out, actually, is to sit with it. So in some sense, you could say that the Buddha's first teaching is that pain is part of life, and there's no point building your life on trying to be comfortable. There's no point doing that. And number two is, let's meditate and let's see what this pain really is that we have in our life, that runs through our life. Let's explore it. Let's investigate it. Let's see, if does it have any substance? Is it what it really seems to be? How does it work? So, if we're willing to make that journey, then we practice meditation, and meditation becomes really, you know, as much as anything, it's an exploration of all of the little corners of discomfort that present themselves all the time to us. Because when you think about it, your whole day is taken up trying to be comfortable, moment by moment by moment. Shall I have a glass of water? Should I pee now? Do I need a new coat? Or not a new coat, but do I need to change my coat? Do I need to put a sweater on? Do I need to take it off? Do I need to change my position here? What's for lunch? <laughs> Which is going to be more painful when we have a, you know, Oriyoki volunteers? Is it going to be more painful here to sit? And you see, some people have got this worked out ahead of time. Do you know how I know? Because the minute the sign goes up, the hands are up. <laughs> and you can see that there's no, there's no thought process involved at all. So once we begin to catch on that actually that's how we work, that everything is about comfort, then you begin to wonder, well, what about comfort? Let's take a look. This is very interesting. What, what is it? How can this be true that every single little micro-movement of my mind is always about trying to be more comfortable? And even when you're in physical discomfort, then you try to think of a nice thing. Isn't that true? Have you noticed that? We try to think nice thoughts. We try to have a pleasant thought. We try, to have a, we try to think about, hmm, well, maybe lunch is going to be really good today. Maybe during the break I'll see that person that I've been uh, eyeing.
In terms of sitting practice, you know, we can sit and we can explore, but we do have a lot of resistance to engaging our suffering directly and exploring it, really looking at it and uh, putting enough space around it so we can understand it and see what it amounts to. And the process of working with the body is a way of getting to the, you could say, the underside of pain or the background of pain, or you could say the, the mechanism that produces pain. You know, we can go underneath the surface of pain and we can actually begin to find out more about it, and that's where the body work comes in. It's a way of looking at where all of these thoughts and feelings arise. There's a process that occurs. Energy arises in the belly, the lower belly, and then it it arises as sort of felt feelings, and then it comes up to the heart when it becomes more tangible. It comes into the throat, and then it comes into the head. And what we can do is we can actually go down into the belly, we can go down even into the the bones and the uh, molecules of our body, and we can begin to look at the underlying mechanism of how we actually work. And many times when we get stuck with problems, the problem really doesn't actually fully occur until it gets up here. And a lot of times we try to solve the problems up here, you know, when they're on the mental level. But if we go down, then we have another way of access. We have a way of getting under it and seeing what, uh, what goes on. To download more of Reggie's teachings, find out about upcoming retreats, and to explore a variety of audio listening guides to assist you on your spiritual journey, please visit dharmaocean.org. Music is by Jeff Beale and Nawang Ketchog from the album Tibet Cry of the Snow Lion.